the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. I'm on the phone right now with uh, Paul from uh, West Virginia. And Paul, uh, you were saying that you had been married for, you guys have been married for over 30 years. You're in a romantic list. Uh, relationship with your wife. It's been about six years. You're frustrated. She knows how you feel, but she's not doing anything about it. Is that pretty much uh, on target? Uh, on target. Yes, sir. Gotcha. That's correct. Okay. So turn the radio down a little so, bit so we don't the have the echo. Bit, so and uh, let me uh, let me ask you just a couple more questions because that frustration inside of you is going to manifest itself, but there's something unhealthy on her side that you can't put your finger on. Has she been to the doctor to deal with her own hormone levels and what's going on inside of her? Uh, no, she has not. She doesn't feel that it's a need. Mm-hmm. You might want to suggest that. Uh, There's some women, especially probably at the age that we're talking about, if you've been married 30 years, that have energy issues, estrogen issues, testosterone issues, and their uh, energy levels and their hormones are just not where they should be, and then they don't have energy for anything. Uh, and then you start throwing in some depression and not feeling great about themselves, their body, their aging. Uh, they're looking at younger women, and you're looking at younger women, you know, and they're getting older and all that. Uh, it, it does a deal on a woman's body and her mind. I'm not saying that that is her issue, but I, I encourage her to at least go see a doctor to see how she's doing physically with regard to her hormones. Because a healthier her may may uh, beget a more romantic her. A less healthier her is not going to give you the romance you're looking for. So for you, you may have to just kind of help her focus on her health. And, and then so far as you're concerned, you're going to have to take your frustration to prayer because there's nothing more frustrating uh, than a man who doesn't feel like his wife wants him or uh, desires him. And so that frustration can push you out, even if not physically out of the house, just emotionally and mentally. And then you become so emotionally unavailable, then that uh, counteracts her, her uh, feelings of romance as well. You understand what I'm saying? I do, sir. And and I do. The, the Lord and I talk about this every day. Mm. Yeah, and you you gotta you gotta be patient and hold on because I'm sure it's just so very frustrating. Well, I'm that, and I'm I'm saying I'm not. Um, I will not. I'm I'm going to use the word cheat. It it just is that will never and has never entered my mind. Mm-hmm. I just I, it is the frustration that you are absolutely right. It's just the the frustration that there's not even an attempt. Yeah, yeah. And and that makes you angry because it's like uh, you know, hey, look, you know what I need. Why are why are you withholding it? You you know, I've asked you. It's clear. It's not confusing. 
Uh, can't you just reach out, you know? So, I mean, I, I get you. I feel you. And, and I'm glad that you continue to go before the Lord and even to express it to me and to open up your heart. Uh, you know, we may not solve it in this moment, but it helps you to get it out of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, let me say a prayer with you, if that'd be okay, Paul. Please. Lord, I lift up my dear brother. He walks before you. He talks to you, uh, but he's human and he has frustrations where there's no romance. Uh, in his marriage, his wife, uh, Lord, may not be doing well herself. We're just asking that you would fill her heart with desire, confidence, uh, Lord, better health. And, uh, Lord, we ask that uh, she would not make excuses, but she would reach out to her husband, even just to touch him on the on the shoulders and to give him a hug and to, to initiate uh, some affection because he needs it, Lord, uh, not only through verbal affirmation, but also through physical touch. So would you touch her heart today and lay it on her heart to see how she's depriving her husband of the very things he needs that only she can give him, give him the strength and the perseverance he needs during this time as well. In Jesus's name, we pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. God bless you, brother Paul. Dr. Anderson, thank you for your time, sir. It is my pleasure. That's uh, Paul from West Virginia. You know, friends, this is why I love the show. I love it because we can be open and honest and vulnerable with one another, um, but also because we can pray for one another. So pray, continue to pray for Paul. And ladies, if you're out there, you're married, and uh, you understand maybe Paul's wife's perspective, would you call in, too, and, and, and share something that might encourage him or might help him to encourage her. I know she's not the only woman uh, like this. There are many frustrated men in their relationships, in their marriages, because their wives are not affectionate or romantic. Uh, I'm sure there are many women out there the same way, but if you can be an encouragement uh, to Paul and you actually, uh, you know, sort of have the the courage to give me a call and talk about it, feel free. Uh, 888-432-7434. Going down to Richmond, Virginia, and talk to Scott, who's on the line. Hey, Scott, welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? I'm fine, sir. Thank you. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, uh, I wanted to, to again, as you said, let Paul know that he's not alone. Mm. That we all um, struggle with our relationships with our spouses, mm. and sometimes we don't have all the answers, and and uh, the internet doesn't have all the answers. The radio shows don't, but mm. there is a comfort in knowing that we all struggle together mm. and if we open up ourselves to understand that the the ladies also have a desire and an interest in their husbands but mm-hmm. uh, they're also at an, uh, an emotional impasse sometimes they don't feel like they've gotten the the if i said satisfaction they don't feel mm-hmm. like the husband understands their needs sometimes and so they mm-hmm. they bail out and i think it's the patience and the prayer mm-hmm. and a little bit of, of looking inward and then um showering them with the effect they deserve Mm. And uh, again, looking upward, heavenly, uh, to the Lord to help give us uh, divine inspiration. Mm. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to call in. Well, that's a great encouragement to Paul, I'm sure. Thank you, uh, Scott from Richmond. And the reality is, uh, women uh, can have their side of the story. So if we were to talk to Paul's wife, uh, why are you not reaching out romantically to your husband? Maybe she has frustration. Maybe she has anger. When a woman is frustrated or angry, she's not very romantic, and she doesn't feel like she feels more like clamming up than reaching out. And so we don't know her side of the story, but I wonder if there is any anger uh, from her side that's keeping her from giving him uh, what you know he needs. Uh, what does she need? 
And is she upset about what she needs that's not being provided for? Who knows? You know, this is why marriage counseling can work because you can have a third party ask both uh, individuals in the coupled relationship uh, for their perspective. So uh, in radio, we're just dealing with one perspective right now, and that's you and me. And I'm believing your side of the story, and I want to encourage you. So even if I can send you back home today uh, with a little more encouragement, or if I can put encouragement in your heart so when your spouse gets home, your, your spirit has changed just a bit, that's worth uh, its weight in gold. And so I'm here to to walk with you, to encourage you. All right, let's go to Ayana, who's on the line. Hi, Ayana. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Dr. David Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? So my question is, I know you're talking about mistakes. I want to know your thoughts. Like, I'm considering separation. Okay. And I've gotten counsel um, from many people. We've gone to counseling, like, my husband has just become very like controlling, and rather than um, let's say I want say I want to go somewhere and he may not want me to go, he'll take the keys, or I'm on the computer and he doesn't want me um, on a webinar, he'll lock the computer or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's it's really physically like affecting me. I almost feel like I can't like a robot. Like if he doesn't agree with it, then I'm not able to do it. Not even mm-hmm. like I have a choice, and he mm-hmm. may be upset, but I can't do it, and so. Mm-hmm. In the spirit of making a mistake, I don't want to live in regret. Like, he'll tell me, you know, you're not going to be blessed. And a lot of different people have different views as it relates to separation. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious to your thought um, on that. Well, a couple of things. I feel like sometimes when you separate, it becomes harder to come back together. Other times you separate mm-hmm. for a purpose so that you can come back together. Only you know what that separation looks like, but I think it has to be under covering. If you do it under the covering of a pastor, of spiritual leaders who understand why you're doing it, I think it helps you with accountability. Because once you get out there and feel that freedom, you might be thinking to yourself, you know, this feels pretty good. Why in the world would I want to go back under that control? Right? Uh, so there's, right. There's, right. That, there's that side of it. Uh, but also you want to communicate to your spouse. The reason why I'm separating is because I am under your control and I don't feel like you're respecting me. You're treating me like a child and I'm fearful of where this is going to go. So if you do not change, we need to separate. I might um, put that out there before you just do it. I, I wouldn't want to encourage you to separate because you're considering it in your own head, talking to your friends about it. But you've kind of not really challenged him to change his behavior before you do it. What do you think about that? So I've shared it, and in his mind, he's like, you just want to do what you want to do. The decisions I'm making are for my household, so I'm not changing it. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, even said, if you want to go, that's on you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not changing it. Mm -hmm. And so. So he doesn't want to change his controlling behavior? No, he thinks he's fine, and he's in alignment with God. Like he says, I'm making decisions for my household, and this is what Mm -hmm. I've decided. And how long have you guys been married? Next month will be eight years. And has he been physically abusive at all? So we started when I was 16. I'll be 38 this month. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have fought physically before, yes. Mm-hmm. Since you've been married, too? Like pushing, yeah. Okay. And uh, are you are you physical, too? Are you hitting him, pushing him back, pushing him to the yes. edge verbally? Yes. Okay, so at least yes. you're honest about that because sometimes we hear from both, <laughs> you know, the, the man is just, you know, abusive and, and the woman's not. But the reality is right. when you get in a fight, it takes two. Um, but at least you're honest about that. Have you guys ever sat down with a counselor to talk about your marriage, a Christian counselor? 
Many times. And what is that like? Is that like crazy? Does it just make things worse or what? So a lot of so he really doesn't see his faults. It's always what well, is she? I mean, I, I feel like almost every counselor we talk mm. to, he's kind of gotten into it with them because. Mm. He can never accept his fault or the responsibility he plays. Hmm. It's always like, well, if she would, if she would. And hmm. so, you yeah. know, this behavior, again, I feel like sometimes I wake up and I'm just looking at the ceiling because I feel like I don't even have the ability to make decisions concerning the children. Wow. Well, listen, um, I'm going to pause for a second and put you on hold. Uh, and I'm going to, when okay. I get back, I'm going to ask you this one question. And that is, um, are you ready for this marriage to be over? Are you ready to say goodbye? Don't answer it till I come back because that answer is going to help us with the next step. I'm going to run to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, I want to know, are you ready to walk away from the marriage period? This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came mm-hmm. out. Love it, it was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Right now, I'm on the line with Ayana from Suitland, Maryland. Ayana is uh, considering... Uh, separation from a controlling husband. She's been married for about eight years. Okay, here's my question, Ayana. Are you ready for this marriage to be over? So I, I never, ever, it was never my desire for it to end like this. I just, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't live like this anymore. So if it remained this way, then yes, it has mm. to be over because I can't live like this anymore. Because it sounds to me like this relationship is one of those relationships where if you separate, it's going to get worse. And what you don't want to do is use it as a tactic to make him change so then things will get better. Now, had y'all not gone through so much counseling, had you not had those those open conversations, you know, had those things not happened yet, I would be pushing you toward doing that. But it sounds like you guys have done all that. It's been a troubled relationship, and I think that your separation will exacerbate it, basically saying, okay, this thing is over. Now, maybe it won't be, and, of course, I don't want to be right on this. I just want you to have that in your brain so you're not walking out thinking that you may be walking back in. You may walk out, and it may get really hard because of the kind of attitude he seems to have is, okay, you know, let the door slam you on the way out and and give me the key. I mean, it's kind of – it sounds to me like that's his personality. Am I right about that yeah can i just this is my biggest fear though honestly it's not him he always tells me like i'm gonna fall flat on my face or almost like i'll be cursed by god so really i just want to know that if i did that is that outside of god's will and is the rest of my life you know damn to hell because i made that decision 
I can't answer that question uh, because I don't know. Um, what he is saying okay. is n- n- spiritual abuse in some ways to keep you in bondage. So I don't want to give energy to what he is saying to you because that's not love. All right. Because uh, we could turn the tables on him and say the exact opposite. God's going to curse you for not loving your wife, not listening to her. And First Peter 3 says he's not even going to hear your prayers because of the way you're treating your wife. So we don't want to use scripture to beat one another up on this. And I think what's happening is you're feeling guilty about leaving because you feel like you're going to be cursed. That's not the right reason to stay. Or is it the right reason not to go? You need to be seeking the Lord and asking the Lord for a release. Lord, what do you want me to do? And then talk with your pastor or a spiritual leader. Lord, what is the next step for me? And follow the next step that God has for you. Stay connected to him. Don't worry about these voices in your head, including his, because he's not using it right. Even the devil Mm -hmm. used to use God's word, but he didn't use it right. So that's not the way to to start thinking about this. Don't worry about whether God's going to curse you or bless you. You're You're a follower of Jesus. You have his favor. He's going to walk with you whether you stay in the marriage or whether you leave the marriage. Uh, but I feel like you got to do it under covering. You got to do it with a covenant of other people praying you through each step of the way. I think that's really the next step for you. Don't make it in isolation on your own. You got to walk with some people as you're doing it. Okay. Thank you. All right, last thing. Do you have any counselor that you can talk to just yourself? Um. Yeah, there's different people. I'm I'm actually going to a class this evening. It starts this evening, and it's like a marriage enrichment, but it's focusing on you in the marriage, not as a couple. So, Mm -hmm. um, I plan on speaking with the the minister who's heading that up. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, All right, my sister. Well, may the Lord give you strength. You're going to need his wisdom here. So I love the fact that you're trying to stay connected to him. Keep staying connected to him. Don't lose your relationship with your heavenly father uh, because of the difficulty you're going through now with your husband, okay? Thank you. Blessings to you. That's Ayana in Suitland, Maryland. Well, let's go to Woodbridge, Virginia. Anonymous is there. Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Yes, how you doing? I'm very well. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Yes, um, it's, I don't know if it's ironic or not, but, uh, the conversation you just had with the young lady, Mm -hmm. well, with my situation, uh, my wife wants a divorce because she said I'm too controlling, Mm. um, that she's not, she's not willing. I'm not saying I've been the perfect husband or, uh, all of that, uh, but I, I, she won't go to any marriage counseling. She says it's me and, you know, uh, I need to get fixed. Hmm. And she's just very angry uh, about it. And it's just, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to lose her. I still love her. Yeah. But she's very angry, doesn't want to have anything else to do with me. And I'm just, uh, and people think I'm crazy because I'm still in it but I, I, god hasn't told me to do this it sounds like she's trying to control the divorce sounds like she's trying to control the situation not you are you sure she's not the one that's controlling uh, i like i said i i know i'm not the perfect husband okay but i do want to make it work and i've asked her to let's let's i know we've had 
20 some years of bad communication. I understand that. And mm -hmm. I know that it just, it just, it, of course, I just, I know it's a communication thing because when I try and talk, she just doesn't listen. It just, mm -hmm. it's, you know, with it just, uh, it's not me. You need to fix yourself. And I know it can't be just a hundred percent of me. I, mm -hmm. I know I'm not that bad if, you know, if it's at that point, if I'm like that, but I want to make it work. I, mm -hmm. I just, I don't, I don't know. Am I crazy to not want to divorce? Cause I've been, God hasn't told me. I've asked him to open my eyes, open my ears, let me know. Sure. I don't know. Well, I think it's important for you to share with her your feelings like you just shared with me. And the next time she says, it's not me, it's you, and you need to fix yourself, you can say, it's not me and it's not you, it's us. In order for us to work, we need to, we need to sit down with the counselor and work this out. It's not just me. Yeah, I know I've got issues. And maybe you have some issues too, but it's us together, us. What's wrong with us? And are you willing to work on us? Now, if she's not willing to work on us, uh, then there's not a lot you can do about it. Now, it doesn't mean you go out the door. You still love her, like the scripture says, you know, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Uh, but until she leaves, you love her. Uh, and hopefully she won't leave. But start using the language of what's wrong with us. You know, I'm not pointing a finger at you, and I've already admitted I've got issues. But can we work on us? Are you willing to work on us? If she's not willing, you just have to love her uh, until she leaves. And maybe she won't leave because she realizes that she really uh, needs to turn to the Lord and turn to you and, and start getting her stuff straight, too. That's my two cents on it. What do you think, Anonymous? Uh, you know, you just kind of made me a confirmation of I, I wasn't willing to give up. If she walks out, then... I can't control that. I can't do anything about right. that. That I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to. You uh, got it right. To give give in. I'm I'm praying to the Lord. I'm I'm into the Word. I'm. Yep. I, I know it's just like an exercise where you. If I want to lose weight, I got to keep working at it. Mm -hmm. I can't just leave it up. Say, Lord, help me. I, know, I have to read His Word, and I know I yep. have to do my part. And you got it right. That's where I'm at. You got it right. And the things that she said to you about you being controlling, I don't know what those issues are. I don't know if you've changed that behavior, but do your best to change those behaviors uh, if there's something you can do to be a better husband. But remember, love her, love her, love her, serve her, serve her, serve her, and don't push her out. If she leaves, that's on her. You can't stop her from leaving, but you can uh, you know, stop yourself from uh, not loving her right. So continue to do that part and let God do the rest. Does that sound okay to you, Anonymous? Yes, yes. I I thank you. And um, if I can just get prayer, I, I would love to. I know it's close to you. Sure. Let me, out, that's all right. Let me pray for you now. Lord, along with my listeners, we lift up Anonymous from Woodbridge, Virginia. We pray for him and his wife. We know love covers a multitude of sins, and we ask that you would cover up uh, this marriage and give them the strength to come back together. We pray for my brother and his wife. Would you bring unity and the power of your spirit? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. God Thank bless you, you brother. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, 
Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland, for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church. Stores now, Gracism, the Art of Inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have Gracism. The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must-read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Gracism, the Art of Inclusion is published by InterVarsity Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to Andersonspeaks.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.